0: Spirits bring thoughts to our minds. Sometimes the spirits are of God that bring the thoughts to our mind. Sometimes the spirits are of our own flesh based on something we desire and have been thinking about. And sometimes the spirits are of devils and are meant to trouble us and destroy us needlessly. They may have a partial bit of truth in them, but then they have lies. Jesus said, Your father, the devil, is a liar. He was speaking to the religious leaders of his time. And the works of your fathers ye will do. He was a liar from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there's no truth in him. Devils present Opposite things from truth. But these spirits bring these thoughts in such a subtle way that sometimes they're barely noticeable. Sometimes the thought is so ludicrous that we know it can't be from God. We're absolutely sure it can't be from God. For example, A friend of mine who was in our church long ago was an operatic singer. I'm sure she had never had a cigarette to smoke in her entire life because people like that, even in the 40s and 50s, protected their voice. One day she was driving along and the thought came, wouldn't a cigarette taste good right now? She just stopped and said, no, a cigarette wouldn't taste good right now. That was, I thought, from the devil. And it was so ludicrous that she could not even consider it. Recently, I was watching television news, and they were telling about the coronavirus, and one man, they told several people who had gotten this coronavirus, and someone was called Reverend somebody, and inside me the thought came, you should tell him off. He shouldn't call himself Reverend. Well, he shouldn't. Holy and Reverend is God's name. Ministers do it frequently. But of course that was not God. I knew at the time that thought was from another spirit. There are sometimes thoughts come that are much more plausible, that they might be from the Spirit of God. And they trouble us greatly. And sometimes God will send thoughts which trouble us to get us to make changes or to warn us of things to come. So we have to be careful with this evaluation of which spirit is it speaking to us. John said in 1 John 4, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come into the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. I have from time to time done this exact instruction concerning thoughts that came to me. I've said directly to the Spirit, do you confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh? And often the word no comes into my mind. I prefer trying the spirits another way. I prefer just taking the problem to God. But sometimes the Holy Spirit will tell you to do this instruction in 1 John 4. In October 2020, I had a very subtle thought that was so subtle that it's not as strong as I'm going to say it right now. But it was a thought which just was a feeling that I'm not doing well enough and that I might even be cut off from God. And it troubled me greatly. I called on God, please help me, please don't let that happen. Please don't let me be destroyed after all these years. Please don't let that happen. A few days... After this thought came, I had been troubled again, a second or a third time. And I cried out for help each time I was troubled, called out to God for help. Then the Holy Spirit reminded me of the instruction in 1 John 4. And when he reminded me of this instruction I immediately addressed that spirit that had been troubling me and said, Do you confess Jesus Christ is come in the flesh? At first, I heard nothing. I said again, Do you confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh? And I heard a very gentle no. With that, the attack ended. There was no more attack in this subject that I might not be doing well enough, and that I might even be cut off from God. The one thing I would emphasize is it was after praying for help multiple times that the Spirit of God reminded me of this passage of Scripture, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. I think we have to be cautious about this. If the Holy Spirit shows you to do this, do it this way. Otherwise, I'm going to suggest that you just turn to God with the problem and ask him if there's anything you need to do, and are you okay, and for him to please help you. Because these spirits are tricky. It can really frighten us needlessly. But I do have to believe that what is written in 1 John chapter 4 is accurate. Every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. I have found often that when I give very strong messages of warning to the church, I will have thoughts like, oh, you shouldn't have spoken that. When I turn to God with those thoughts, I've often heard, is what you said true? And when I have evaluated that it is true, then I am settled on the subject. Second Corinthians chapter 10, start at verse 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. In other words, when we're troubled, we don't go sort out closets or go shopping or do the kind of things the world does to try to sweep the problem under a rug by forgetting the problem because it'll just surface again. Instead, we take the problem to God in prayer. And God gives us the answer by bringing it to our mind by His Spirit who dwells in us. 2 Corinthians 5 For though the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Some thoughts are the Holy Spirit. Looking at two passages of Scripture concerning the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14 verse 26 and John Chapter 16, verse 13, tell us four things the Holy Spirit does for us, the believer. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, says Jesus, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. John chapter 16, verse 13. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, of his own ideas. But whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak. The Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to reveal to us the things God has Planned for us. John chapter 16, verse 13, and he will show you things to come. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 tells us the working of the Holy Spirit. As a new Christian, I spent a lot of time in John chapter 14, verse 26, John chapter 16, verse 13, And 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Paul said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. God taught me to just walk on stage without pre-planning anything that I was going to say. And when I got in front of the people, he would call to my mind, by His Spirit, what He wanted me to say. He would either remind me of a scripture, and I spoke that, or He would remind me of something that had happened in the past, and I spoke that. Whatever He reminded me of, that is what I spoke. And often I do that same thing on these recordings. I don't know what you need, but God does. And he will bring to my mind what you need. And all I have to do is speak it. What I have to do at home is I read the Bible, meditate in the Word of God. Sort of like putting the Word of God into me. Like you program a computer. And then when you ask a computer the question, he can answer it for you. Well, we are human computers with the Holy Spirit living in us, and the Holy Spirit knows all truth and will bring truth to our mind when we belong to God. With the New Testament church, the new covenant, God said he would plant his laws in our heart and write his words in our mind. We can trust God when we belong to God, and especially as we've had experience with God. Never once has He ever failed in 40 some odd years that I've been following God, following His Spirit, doing what I heard the Spirit say to do. God has never failed me, not once. I had a cleaning woman who was Catholic and she watched me rather closely and one day she came to me and said aren't you afraid to read that meaning the Bible well I I didn't quite know what to answer her she had been taught in the Catholic Church that you should not read the Bible that only a priest was qualified to read the Bible I have run into this subject before of people being taught in the Catholic Church that they didn't need to know the Bible, that priests priest would tell them what they need to know. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. Paul says to Timothy and to us today, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. He goes on in verse 5 to say, people will have a form of godliness, but when they deny the power thereof, from such turn away. He says they are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. But when you have the spirit of truth in you, you know the truth. Paul says in Romans 8, verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. In other words, we are following that which the Spirit of God told us to do. Verse 11 But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You'll be starting to go one way, but then the Holy Spirit will remind you of another way. And you know it's the Holy Spirit. One time I bought the wrong kind of TV and it had a problem from the beginning. The dealer said that he would come and calibrate the TV. This was in the olden days when we had to do things like that. But he never did do it. I kept trying to tune the TV with my remote control. There were black streaks on one side of the TV. And one day when I was trying to make the picture clearer, I heard, You don't have to put up with this. I knew that was the Spirit of God. And I said, that's right. I have enough money saved. I can just replace the TV and do away with the one that's so much trouble that I can't get repaired. And so that's what I did. What does God want us to do? Live in peace. So sometimes the Spirit of God will bring information to us which enables us to live in peace when we have been troubled about some type of secular thing and been unable to get it fixed. The Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, sometimes shows us things to come. In December 2018, I had fallen at my house and as the ambulance workers were taking me to the hospital and we rolled past the front door of my house, I clearly heard, you'll never see this house again. Now, is that the spirit of truth speaking to me or is it another spirit? Well, I instantly believed it was God speaking to me. God had even put in my heart several months earlier, that I no longer wanted to live alone. By that time, I was 80 years old. And I didn't want to live alone. See, he'd already prepared the way by putting it into my heart, the thing he was going to do in my life. After hearing, you'll never see this house again, I put that house up for sale immediately even while I was in the hospital. One of our church members said, I don't see how you can do this. And I said, but I heard from God that I would never see this house again. I believed it was God. I believed it was the Spirit of God. I knew how I had felt a long time earlier of that year that I just couldn't continue to live alone. And God had another way for me to go. When you've had experience with God, you really don't have to be afraid of what God has planned for you. You just have to know in your heart that it was God who told you that thing. And I've had several times when God has told me certain things And I believe what I heard. And it was the Spirit of God. Now we are told, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. If you have any doubt whatsoever, you have to try the Spirit, one way or another. You either have to pray and ask God to confirm to you the direction that you're planning to go of what you think you've heard from Him. I think I heard this from you, if you have any question. I didn't have any question. I knew that was from God. But if you have any question, and you're not certain you've heard from God, why can't you just pray and say, this is what I think you told me to do. Would you please confirm it to me? I don't see anything wrong with doing that. Sometimes you're absolutely certain you've heard from God. Other times you may not be sure that you've heard from God. You may think you've heard from God. So just ask him to confirm it to you. Sometimes you might have to do what I had to do in this last case, and that is try the Spirit. Do you confess Jesus Christ has come into the flesh? And in my mind I heard no. And from that point, I was not attacked again on that subject. There are various ways to deal with the question of, did God tell me to do this? If you are convinced he did tell you to do this, you are totally safe in holding fast to that information that you think God told you to do. In my case, in the situation of you'll never see this house again, God worked it out for me to live in the home of another born-again church member. That's really an incredible thing to have happened. She took me into her home when I couldn't even walk. It has been one of the best things that's ever happened for me because she had thoroughly demonstrated to me that she had the Spirit of God and followed the Spirit of God in her own life. We had worked together for several years. She did the technical work for the blog, for the books that I've published on Amazon, and now for the podcast. And I had seen her encounter problems, and she didn't come to me and say, I have this problem. What she did is she took the problem to God in prayer, resolved it with God, and then often later she would tell me she had this problem and she believed God showed her to do such and such and she did it and it fixed the problem. I'd seen that so many times that I was totally confident that she would turn to God when there was a problem. She wouldn't turn to me, she would turn to God. And that's the kind of person that I could go forward with. I don't think there are very many Christians that know about following God. And you may be a baby Christian. If so, there's information that you do need to have. But basically it comes down to you're the one who's going to make the decision in the end. Is this really God speaking to me? And if so, you're going to be fine. So just ask God to confirm it if there's any question. I see no problem whatsoever in doing that. And then once you have it settled and you believe it was God... You can say, how do I do this? Because I've seen people try to follow God without asking for his plan. You need the plan in going forward also. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. To me, Jesus is the Word. The Word was with God from the beginning. And all things were created by him. To me, Jesus, I don't see him in the form of a human being who takes my hand and pulls me along the way. I think that's extremely fleshly. I see Jesus as the word. And the Holy Spirit brings the word to my mind, which causes me to go in the way of God, and to have faith to go in the way of God. In closing, we'll look at one scripture which God used with me very strongly as a new Christian and still does, Joshua chapter 1. Joshua had a different assignment from us, but the principle of following God is the same as God showed Joshua in Joshua chapter 1. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. To me, it is meditating in the promises of God from the Old Testament but in everything in the New Testament. and verse 9, God said to Joshua, Have not I commanded thee? The same thing is true for us. Have I not told you this? Then God said, Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God, the Word, is with thee whithersoever, Thou goest. If you are born again, you have the Spirit of God living in you. Three sections of Scripture on that. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. Jesus Christ lives in you by his Spirit, if you are born again. All Christians have Jesus living in them. And he will remind you of the truth and show you the way to go as you live on this earth. So settle it with God, whether he is the one who has brought you that idea. Usually, I can tell the thoughts that are from God Because they're pure, peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits without hypocrisy. That's James chapter 3, verse 17. God's yoke is easy, his burden is light. Something might look hard to another person, like to give up their home. But you see, it was already put in my heart that I didn't want to continue living alone. I knew I couldn't do it. And I believed it was the Spirit of God leading me. And it's worked out wonderfully. So just settle it in your heart and go forward in faith when you believe you've heard something given you by God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by that word given you by God thank you for allowing me to speak with you today